0: I'm Neil Anderson. Welcome to my podcast. This is Return to Real, and I'm super excited. I have to tell you a story. Earlier this week, Cheryl Worsley calls. She didn't call, she texted. And she's like, It's red hot. Thousands and thousands and thousands of uploads to your podcast. Congratulations. I was like, Well, is that good? She's like, Red hot. So I wanted to thank you. I wanted to thank you for joining us. I'm grateful that you're here. I'm humbled that you're here, and it's been an exciting three weeks. We've been live now for three weeks, two weeks, two weeks, and it's gotten pretty popular so far. Now, it didn't hurt us to have um, John Absey on the show and then have that make the news, so we're happy about that. Thank you so much, John. Um, Here's the thing. I think that health and fitness are a moving target. Whatever you're doing right now for health and fitness, if it's working for you, you got that ahead of you. This is a moving target. you got change coming. You're going to have to change something, anything. And understand this, that that change that you make, it might have to be next year. It might be next month. It might be next week. It might need to be tomorrow. And my job is to put excellent minds, excellent products, excellent services in front of you so that when you have to make that change, You'll have some better ideas. And that's what I'm doing today. Today, I've got uh, Brandon and Quincy Wimpy from I Heart Mac Macros, and from F45. You guys are busy. <laughs> busy, guys are busy, busy. Welcome we are. to the show.
1: Quincy prefaced it by saying, gave you a timeline on when you need to be out of here. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's so like, that Look,
0: i got to be right out at 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, well, we'll try to get you out, but i got a lot of questions, and I'd love it if we could just... Pick your mind. That's, that's been my goal. I've admired you two from afar for a very long time. Very long
2: time. You guys well, have thank been doing you.
0: this for a long time. Mm-hmm. We have.
2: Five years in April.
0: Five years of, is it been iHeart Macros the whole way? Uh huh. Okay.
2: Five years. Yep. Yeah.
0: And I would watch your stories and I would sit there and marvel and I couldn't believe that you two were who you were. And I loved your stuff. And a lot of thank people you. loved your stuff. And I was like, man, if I could get a chance to pick their minds, I'd do it. So here we are. Here we are. Here we go. Yes. You get to pick your minds. Instagram famous, that's just another word for saying famous.
2: I don't feel like that.
0: Hundreds of thousands (laughs) of followers. Hundreds of thousands.
2: Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Tell me a little about it. How did you get into it?
2: You know, I... um I'm gonna go way back because this is just how I tell the story. Um, at twenty one, I went through a divorce. I At that time I had not worked out. I had not, ever, uh, ever, wow ever. I cheered but never worked out. and um, I found fitness going through that divorce and um, and just loved it. I have never stopped since twenty one, but at two thousand, let's see. I decided I'm going to compete. It was figure. It was a figure show. um, And it was so fun to watch my body change.
0: Help me understand bodybuilding versus figure versus. There's a lot of verses in there, right? Do you understand them all?
2: Yeah. Like even back then, there wasn't even bikini. Now they've got the figure girls, which I did was like a more lean, um, Kind of a bigger look i would say like a more muscular look and now they've got the bikini division which is more soft look um bodybuilding i don't really know much about brandon actually competed too but um, yeah, i've seen
0: your pictures that was kind of recently yeah yeah I, I repost those as often as possible yeah, <laughs> yeah we call those the glory days that was oh. like that makes me jealous every time
2: yeah i think that that aspect npc nga whatever it may be is evolving all the time i have to say we have not kept up with that aspect but that's more or less, I that's how I came about If It Fits Your Macros. Um, I had competed, and it was just such a rigorous, strict diet. Um, chicken, brown rice, and broccoli. Yeah, that's and what you get to eat. 16 weeks mm-hmm. was just, it was really hard, really rewarding. But after that, I found myself depriving and binging. Yeah. And I had done that for, oh, let's see. I mean, six seven eight years of that not not wow. being able to um get my feet under me again but like before before i competed and um i remember one day i came across iafym on instagram and i if didn't it
0: fits your macros uh-huh, right and used to be such a meme you'd see that right all of the i just time.
2: thought like okay pop tarts and oreos and these girls are still have a nice physique I am really drawn to the lean physique. I love athleticism I love that lean physique but they were seeming to eat the foods that I felt like were off limits Hmm. so I did my own due diligence my own research I set my own macros and I just dove in and um, learned so much to the point like I wanted women to feel what I was feeling Hmm. I felt food freedom for the first time in a, such a long time that I thought, I want to create something. And so that's kind of, it started really, really small, like no followers. And I just shared um, hard times, good times, food, um, macro-friendly foods, like desserts I had found, just things like that. And it just morphed into what it is today from yeah.
1: that. Yeah, it was definitely an organic process mm-hmm. from the beginning, I would say, where she, just, she was just sharing what she was experiencing. Whose idea was that? It was, all, it was all Quincy.
2: <laughs> I was, was not afraid to be vulnerable. I was not afraid to say, I ate the whole sleeve of Oreos, and this is how I felt. And the amount of emails and the amount of followers that I got, like me too. I'm so yeah. glad that you put that out there. Right. Um, and even though I had found macros, I was still binging. It took me about nine months to be binge-free. I would still share that on my, my, my Instagram
0: did you have to deal with any of the depression that a lot of those female bodybuilders and fitness competitors have to deal with? Was that something yeah. that you faced?
2: Huge. I mean, to the point, there was times I wouldn't even go to the gym because I thought, I'm so depressed, I've overeaten, I feel awful, and I would recluse. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I can I can say from, in hindsight now, she'll she'll look at pictures of when our kids were little at birthday parties or at events and she she will remember more how she felt at that time of, in her own skin than the actual event itself. I remember exactly what I ate and how I felt mm-hmm. afterwards. How
0: is that is, in general? Like what are what are some of the thoughts that you feel when you look at those pictures?
2: Sadness. It's, you know, it really is that I could not be in the moment at my 3-year-old's birthday because it was I was addicted to food mm-hmm. and and it was because I was restricting so harshly, and yeah. then when I had a little bit, I would just dive right in. And it makes me sad because I feel like I had missed so many moments that I will never get back due to this food addiction, this eating disorder.
1: But I think a lot of it stemmed from the, the restriction. The restriction mm-hmm. for so long led to these cycles of, of binging that she was willing to share that most people felt like they were they were dealing with alone. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't, you know, I didn't know about it as a spouse of somebody that dealt with this for, for, I mean, 10 years. I was or
2: embarrassed. More. I wouldn't, he did, had no idea what I was dealing with. It was so embarrassing. But when I finally found macros and I f- saw somewhat the light at the end of the tunnel, I was able to like, okay, I'm not perfect yet at this, but I see that I can overcome this counting my macros giving myself freedom knowing that foods are just food there it doesn't have to be good and bad it's just food
0: I love that freedom yeah freedom you don't hear that much when you're talking about dieting right do you guys use the word diet
2: no I don't I mean yeah I do. it's it's a lifestyle it's what you have found what works for you um, there is limitations depending on your goals, but I don't like to say I'm on a diet yeah, I don't love that I don't
0: either. It, no. it's got such a bad connotation now, yeah, you can't even say that in passing now, and it doesn't right. make me kind of mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. did you deal with it when you were doing your shows? Yeah, I think anytime you come from from a a
1: a physique competition where you've worked you know twelve to sixteen weeks and find yourself in probably the best shape you've ever been in in your life th- that's not sustainable, you know you can't sustain. You, let's call it sub 10% body fat for you know your entire adult life so at some point you got to you got to come off of that so so dealing with that was very difficult very difficult and i i have to say it wasn't quite as emotional as maybe what quincy went through or a lot of these other you know female competitors um where where i think that, uh, that there's the social aspect and you know you you go into the gym and you feel like you're on top of the world and then weeks after your show you find yourself I mean, no matter how well you manage your 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 post competition, you know, reverse diet or whatever it may be, you're you're not stage ready, which means in the eyes eyes of yourself and what you would, you know would imagine that the rest of the people that are noticing you're not as in good a shape,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which means you're digressing, right?
2: And mentally, so that's I think
0: yeah, maybe maybe in your mind, I've I've never thought of it that way, but sure,
1: yeah. yeah but as a competitor, that you know you are in prime shape to come off of that you're 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 you are you know unless you're preparing for the next show and you you have a Mm -hmm. firm grip on the fact that like okay now i'm in preparation for the next one you know we we were definitely not at a level you know of Mm -mm. you know national it was just a local competition it was just fun more than anything but we wanted to be competitive at it and so where i think a lot of these you know these bigger you know national competitors have a have a, a vision long term yeah where we were just one show at a time. Yeah,
0: I'm trying yeah. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even so, you look good, dude. i oh, so, thanks. I say thanks. stuff. <laughs> what, what are your backgrounds? How do you, like, what were you doing before this? You were in cheer. What are your backgrounds? What do you do?
2: You know, I did do some personal training. Um, let's see. When we were first married, Brandon was going to school. I was personal training at Crossroads Fitness
0: Crossroads. there in Layton.
2: I don't know if you remember that.
0: Yes, that was a beautiful place. Yeah. Is it oh, still around?
2: No, it's okay. not. Nope. And I, I just... okay. Yeah, do I
1: think they may still have one in South Ogden, if I
2: recall. Oh, really?
0: I think they still have one oh. location. I think that might be the one I'm thinking of, the South Ogden one out there on the way to Weber. Yep. You All
1: equally d- done well. Yeah. I beautiful place. Yeah. yeah.
0: Felt like a log cabin. Yep. And I used said, to walk in there thinking that I was Rocky from Rocky Floor. <laughs> right? So I'm, I'm in the barn. I'm working at That's oh, right. Yeah. Like, that's right. I used to imagine that when I was there. In fact, someday when I build my gym, that's what it's going to look like. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful place. Right? Yeah. So you were a trainer out there.
2: I was a trainer doing early morning one-on-ones. Loved it. Um, and actually managing a nutrition store on base um, called NutriMart. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing that and just a mom. I'm a mom of four. And it was like... It was a lot of work.
0: Do you get a lot of raised eyebrows when you tell people you're mama four?
2: Yeah, like, especially when I tell them how old how my old oldest is.
0: Yeah. Outstanding. <laughs> yeah,
2: so yeah. Say it.
0: How old is 19, old? 19. <laughs> <No way. laughs> Dive old. Yeah. Here you go. 19, no way. I don't believe it.
2: 19 and our youngest is eight. Wow. Yeah. So I've done that for years. I have loved fitness so much. It has yeah. changed my life. And I love when the light bulb goes on for others. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yes, and they can change their lives, and and it's not all about aesthetics, not just how you look. It's being empowered knowing, I can stick to this, I can wake up early, I can work out, and it spills over into other areas of your life.
0: Yeah, the point of fitness is never about fitness, is it? Right. People have other, better, mm. ulterior motives for becoming right. fit. It's about joy. I'm going to go out. Be joyful, I and love I realize that. it's going to take a little vigor to do that, and mm-hmm. I better be in the right kind of shape mm-hmm. to be able to accomplish what my passions are. Mm-hmm. I get that. You tell me, Brandon. What you are know, your-
1: I I come from uh, a medical background as far as you know biomechanics, and I was in orthopedics for for uh, ten years, where working a, a lot on the trauma side on on joint replacements. So that's that was my background professionally. How specifically? Uh, So I was on the industry side, so we'd be part of um, uh, the the implants that went in. Yeah. And so uh, we worked with the orthopedic surgeons to make sure that the pre-planning of total joint replacements was done correctly so that we were prepared on on surgery. I spent most of my time in a cold operating room. Yeah. You know, helping I've got a buddy.
0: His name's Todd. Todd does these heart... Things is some sort of implement that they put in the heart. People that have really rough heart surgeries, and he'll literally stand over the shoulder mm-hmm. of the doctor, going, mm-hmm. mm, "How about, how about, yep, <laughs> yep,
1: yep, <laughs> exactly."
0: Those yeah, doctors
2: need those reps.
0: Yeah, <laughs> don't they tell do. the doctors that. Yeah, right? <laughs> but they do. They, they we we're,
1: were part. We were part of the team. You know, we, they yeah. they relied on us to have our stuff there. And uh, I always say that I lost my hair to orthopedics. So <laughs> if,
0: if anybody knows,
1: I I can't lose any oh, more hair. Stress, married so. to
2: me.
0: Yes, possibly. <laughs> Good. I'm going to say that's my problem too. <laughs> um, hobbies, interests. What are you into besides fitness? B- besides I heart macros and b- besides opening two gyms.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: jeez. I
2: know. I would that's never again. I would never <laughs> again.
0: Um, what uh, What else are you into? What do you like?
2: Oh man, our kids are still at such active ages. I feel like any spare time is just. Shuttling them around and watching them do what they love. I, you know, I love to read, but I don't have a lot of time to do that. But it's really, I love to spend time with my kids and watch them do what they absolutely love.
0: Is that because of the business? You stay busy because of the, yes. We're the super Instagram busy with iHeart
2: Macros and F forty five now. It takes a lot of time, so I just with our with spare time, it's definitely spent together. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, we've got a we've got a competitive gymnast uh we're actually heading to Stanford uh University tomorrow to watch him compete out there and he'll be in Texas next weekend so we 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 have to do a bit of traveling at this point, you know, from tra- traveling with our with our athletes and so um, that's always fun, but that takes a, takes a bit of time as well. Yeah. 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 So hobbies, I mean, we enjoy, uh, the lake in the summers and yeah,
2: we have a boat. Quincy hates Forget the cold. So we don't,
1: we don't ski at all with <laughs> her. We, we take the kids, I take do. the kids, but
2: I'm in the lodge. Yeah. I'd rather the won't work in the lodge and they can go. I don't it works even, out. I'm so
0: jealous. I don't even have a hobby. All I do is work.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you got to you got to get out. Yeah. That's right. That's are right. Your
0: thoughts on that. You're, there's no way you guys are getting out. There's no way. You've just opened two gyms in the last what? 6 months? Yeah. Yep. Mhm. Ouch
2: ouch mm-hmm. you gonna, know <laughs> yeah
0: we'll get into that but it's been 12 years since i did it
2: oh, okay. oh goodness
0: yeah, yeah we we need to go to lunch and discuss oh, this yes.
2: you, i wish we
1: would have went to lunch six months ago so you could talk me out of it
2: but. <laughs> right. I we love it i'd have lobbied hard but mm-hmm. you're
0: helping people and, and that matters let's go back to iheart macros i want to dissect that a little bit and talk about exactly what that is the some your critics would say macros mm-hmm. right like measuring your macros that's not a long-term thing there's there's no way that's couldn't be healthy and you can do this for the rest of your life. How sure. Do you, how do you answer them?
1: You know, I, I love this question because um, I, I can relate a lot of things to finance and macros and being accountable for, for what you eat is one of those things where um, managing your checkbook is not always fun. It's not always enjoyable and it's not always um, you know what we want to do. Um, all it is is being accountable. Whether whether you're tracking your calories, macros, on a meal plan, having a structured plan is, is no difference than just being responsible. Being responsible to your your finances is is to me it's the same as is your um, is your nutrition. And I think that if if you're and there's you know so many and this is where I'll refer to diets is there's so many diets out there because that's what the public calls them, right? Yeah. If you're doing keto, you're on a diet. If you're on, you know, even intermittent fasting, now they'll consider that a diet plan. There's a lot of, there's a lot of tools out there, and I, I'd prefer to use them as tools than diets, but, but it's no different than just being responsible. Macros just happens to be, whether, whether you track your macros or not, you're eating calories, you're eating macros. Yeah, right. So, so knowing and understanding them, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I think that's the biggest part of a lot of what we do on the education standpoint, is once you educate somebody, Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't have to be tracking, weighing, managing every gram of food that they put in their mouth. Uh, they can because they know how to do it. But yeah. the rest of the time, they're just aware. Right. They're educated, mm-hmm. and they know now. Oh, if I eat four handfuls of almonds, I know that that's way over the fat grams, the calories that I should be partaking. And t- small little handfuls of, of food that's not going to sustain me for. For, for for time. So anyway, I, I think that there are a lot of people that tracking and 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 accounting for every little gram is too much, and that isn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. But once they understand that, I think that they they're better off long term. What are macros?
2: So macros are just your proteins, carbs, and fats. And you know, you're with counting your macros. You get an allotted amount. You get an allotted amount of proteins, um, an amount of um, carbs, and fats each day. And that's also we set your macros depending on your your goals. Um, but to answer your question about can you do long term, I guess you could. But when you do, like Brandon said, you educate yourself and you have the knowledge of food you kind of get to the point where you can eyeball. And then when you really want to fine-tune and and you can get back on, calculate, weigh, and you're like, you know what? I want to get down to this body fat percentage for this vacation. Get back on and then get back off. It's a lifestyle, but it is educating yourself.
0: Do you feel like that's healthy for people to do up and down all it the time? It
2: depends. It depends on mentally where you are. I mean, if you're obsessive and you're just like, um, obsessed about food, and it's going to even make you more obsessed. I would say more of a meal plan would be maybe where you need to start. But it's
0: so hard to decide. It is. Where to be on that. When you guys set macros, we'll get into that. There's a whole bunch yeah. more stuff. I want to talk about how you set macros for specific individuals, because it'd be different for everybody, I'm guessing. Right. So right. I don't know right. for sure. And then I want to talk about how you built that business. How did you put it online? I'm fascinated with how to do this Instagram thing that you guys have mastered, and I'm so impressed by it. Then I want to talk about F45. You guys talk about that with me when we get back? Absolutely. All right. You're listening to Return to Real. Hi, welcome back. I'm Neil Anderson. We're here sitting with Brandon and Quincy Wimpy, the iHeart Macros couple. Exciting mm-hmm. day! I've, I've been so looking forward to this to talk to you guys about what is iHeart Macros. In the last segment, we talked about what are macros is. is. This something that you can do for the rest of your life, and, and I loved your thoughts on that. It was just a matter of everybody needs structure. Mm-hmm. Let's just provide some structure, yep. and then you can get there from there. Right. What are your biggest challenges? It, with what you do day to day, and let's let's keep it specific to iHeartMacros because the biggest challenge question will be coming later. But specifically in helping people become successful, what are some of the recurring problems that you see a lot that that are challenges for you to address and, and help people overcome?
2: Um, when you say challenges, I think building a business um, like we have um and being Instagram and being social media based. It it's it is extremely hard to always show up and be that person that people look at you for um light and advice and because I too have bad days. But and, and just to show up for everyone, it, it's a lot. It's a lot as a couple, it's a lot as an individual. Um That was
0: a question I got earlier today. So I put it out on, on Instagram. Yeah. I was like, What are some questions you guys have? Yeah. They, they said is there pressure? and I forget who wrote this. I usually write this down, so I feel bad. <laughs> but they said, "Is is it their pressure to be something that uh, that's out there all of the time?"
2: You know, not pressure to be something that I'm not, but definitely pressure to always be on. Because
1: Quincy has bad days.
2: I have bad days, you know? and I don't want to to get on the stories or post and and I think and And then I feel bad because I do want to be there for my clients, for my followers, and so t- juggling that is extremely hard.
0: How about you, Brendan? What are your biggest challenges helping people become successful?
1: Yeah, I think when it comes to the people and in this in this realm of of nutrition and and health and wellness is is creating something that's sustainable, you know uh I haven't, I, I couldn't give you the, the exact numbers, but I think that most people, and let's, let's call it a diet again, I think most people, the, 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 the rate in which people adhere to a diet is, is in the single digits, hmm. right? So, so our job is, is to create programs, concepts, lifestyle protocol that people can adhere to.
0: What is that? What are some things that you're having success with?
1: Well, I think, I think, you know, I mean, we we can dive into the papers and science of everything, but I think at the end of the day, unless somebody can do it, it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what, what, what the best protocol, if it's high fat, low fat, keto, all of these, these kind of buzzwords that we have in this, in this sandbox that we play in are all irrelevant if nobody can stick to it, Right. you know? And so our job becomes not, not just from a nutritional standpoint or a, or a programming standpoint, It's what can people adhere to? What can people adhere to long-term on a structured eating plan? If, if we can't present something that somebody can do within their lifestyle, within the confines of their stress, their lifestyle, their sleep, their job, you know, I can put something on a, on a six meal a day protocol that, that, that works construction and they can't adhere to it. No, you know? And so my biggest hurdle, and I would say that the, the, the main conversation that Quincy and I have behind the scenes is what can we do? How can we create something that people can stick to long term mm-hmm. as a lifestyle? And we, I'll take you back and, and digress a bit into the, the macros question. We we've gone over, over the progression of I heart macros into what we now call the I heart macro method of look, let's not be so diligent on, on, this is your exact percentage of protein. This is exact percentage of fat. We try to scale it so that that it's let's call it easier to follow. You we in our in our minds, protein's a huge thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Protein is a huge thing. Calories is is the second or it's probably more important than protein overall. But as far as most of our clients in the in the in the community that we live in, they want to lose some body fat. They want to maintain some muscle. And in order to do that, we've we've developed the iHeartMacro method that you only manage your protein and your calories allowing you some freedom to let your carbs and fats fall how they may Mm -hmm. and that the goal behind that is is sustainability
0: so that's one thing that we've done to move towards that direction of just like lifestyle where do you want us to start so if I sign up and you and I have a consultation which by the way I would love but if Mm -hmm. we had a consultation where do we start where does our protein start right now what are your suggestions is there a rep range is there a range
2: i would say um we would start at your body weight we would start there um just depending on your goals we like to start at body weight um
0: 180 180
2: 180. yeah and And to me
0: what are the considerations when you're when you hear 185 what's the first thing that goes through your mind in terms of a recommendation or the next step
1: i i i in our question i always ask well what are you eating now because right. that's gonna be a big thing I can't take you from 80 grams and double it and and, and expect you to adhere to it okay. right so that's that's one of the questions
2: and and if you did if you weren't used to eating the 180 grams a day okay let's start at 130 okay. okay how'd you do on week one I hit that beautiful let's move up to 140 150 and you move up to so on until you get to 180 and I think the more you do it because protein is the hardest one to reach for everybody, but once you get it, you're like, oh, I can so do this and I can feel and see the changes when I do it. I'm going to stick with it.
0: What is that? Is that like 1.1 grams per pound body weight? Where, where do you guys need to be on that? Do you think what's a good starting point?
1: I think a lot of it depends on, on, on your activity level, on your goals, on your age, um, on your history, on your diet history. Um, you Because know, I think you know, as, as people age, they should be increasing their protein. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so there's, there's a lot of variables that play into what a person's protein level should be at. Um, you know, a, kind of a blanket standard is one pound, you know, or even, you know, if you deal with the kilos thing, which, which I, am not a mathematician. So, <laughs> right know, yeah so we'll I stick to the pounds in which we know, but, uh, you know, they'll, they'll talk about anywhere from 1.2 to 1.8, even up to two, you know, 2.4 at the highest range per pound of, of, excuse me, per kilo of, of of lean body mass. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of variables that go into it. And and I'll be honest with you with, with the world in which we play in, there's a lot of just blanket plans out there. Yeah. They're, they're just like, okay, you're this weight, you're this age, you're this height, here's your plan, go get it.
0: Yeah. It's not a fair question. Mm-hmm. And it does kind of pin you down. I get that. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think there are a lot of people that are wondering, they're interested. They totally. want to know kind of where to get started. Now, if they want to get started, they just go to iHeartMacros and you guys take care of them. Mm-hmm. But some of us are like you. We want to work it out on our own. I want to know, and we encourage that to be honest with you.
2: Right, I think that if you are one of those, you know, start out um, to know your BMR. There's plenty of calculators online to know your BMR. That's right. the calories that you're going to burn laying in bed all day. Okay, okay, and then your activity level. Which what are you every doing? Day. What What are you doing? What? How many calories are you burning? And we kind of go off of that. Um, starts BMR, with
0: protein, and mm-hmm. then we go to calories.
2: Uh huh. Well, calories. We we get your baseline calories. Okay. Um, let's say vegetarian though. I can't say that we would set you at one hundred and eighty. If you were a vegetarian, I like to t- uh, multiply your body weight by point eight. That brings it down because um, a lot of vegetarians can't and and won't eat that much protein, which is fine. Yeah. I'm one that have to supplement. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you don't have to if you're not one that wants to, you know, do things. Tough, and It's, it's tough. so tough. It like
0: it would be super tough. So
2: tough. But I am such a believer in everyone is so different that you need to find a plan that works for you, that clicks with you, and then quit reading all this other stuff and second-guessing yourself. Because I do feel like when you do find what works, it, if you just rely on yourself, it will just, body fat, everything levels out, I feel like.
0: Protein is the yeah. key. Oh, totally.
2: Because to I eat 150, 160 grams a day.
0: Wow.
2: Right? You're a little I, <laughs> tiny thing. <laughs> and people think, like, that's too much. I have done it for years. I feel so good, but I know myself now that that's what I need.
0: It takes a while to get into that. Was, yeah. It was interesting. I read a book recently called Undaunted Courage. It's the Lewis and Clark story. Mm-hmm. They went to the Pacific, as you know, and back. And on their way across to the Pacific, they, they claimed nine pounds of meat per day per person nine pounds of meat per person per day it was what they they lived on they mm-hmm. only lived on meat they, they ate it mm-hmm. and they did really really well on it and there's stories throughout where they went a hundred miles in one day a hundred miles mm-hmm. like it would take us 18 months to train for that these guys right. just went and they were doing pretty good on it and then they got on the other side of the Rockies they started eating with I uh, uh, forget the the band of Indians that they were with but the Native Americans had them on some roots and plants, and they went a little more plant-based. They were sick for two weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Could not do mm-hmm. it. And one of the takeaways I got from that was, this is, this is a, a metamorphosis. You have to go, you, you can't go straight to something. You're going to mm-hmm. need to gently mm-hmm. ease your way Transition. in. Transition. Because then when they came out of the mountains and went the other way, and they started living off of meat again, they all had stomach issues. They were, sure. yep. Yeah. So I'm it's tried.
2: okay to ease into it.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, so when I heard you're 150, Right off the bat, I was like, "No way!" Mm-hmm. But that works for you,
2: and that, and that's it a lot does. of time.
1: The barometer that we use in which we're we're increasing people's protein is how their gut issues are. Yeah, right. You know, if if we put you at you know X amount of protein and you're having you're having some GI issues, then we scale you back and then you know make it a more of a progressive thing to get there. So,
0: yeah, I I believe that proteins, mm-hmm. calories, where are we at on fat and carbs. It give depends. Us some typical advice, you know. You it somebody. depends.
2: If you want to do the iHeart Macro Method and you want another level of flexibility to flexible dieting, then then I say go there. If you're one that wants, no, I'd rather have. I'm I'm Type A. I want a set carbs, fats. We can do that too. Um, we do have a cut program. Um, People are
0: funny. They're always type A right up until they're not. Yeah, right. Exactly, so, exactly. I want a set plan. And they're like, all right, you're yeah,
2: Hey, have, I'm going on vacation. Yeah. Or hey, I'm
0: going out on a date tonight. <laughs> what do I do? So, so
1: Yeah, we, we
2: do have a cut program that's like lower fat, higher, not even higher carbs. We have a you know low carb and high carb days. So it just depends. It's fun to play around and... Yeah, and see what you can do.
1: Not that, and again, I, I'll, I'll you know talking about studies here. I, I was just reading one this morning that was talking about it was comparing flexible dieting versus rigid you know a rigid diet, mm-hmm. and and this was a ten week study that they and, and I hate quoting studies and I apologize up front, but they, they basically quoted mm-hmm. over ten weeks that there was no difference in a, yeah, in a, I a saw flexible those. dieting in a I flexible dieting or a rigid a rigid diet. So right. so again, it, wh- who's who's adheres better to a rigid diet, who adheres better to flexible mm-hmm. dieting, right. let's, let's get you on that.
0: Did you see that Netflix special where they dissected all of the different diets that are out there, oh. and they found at the very end of the day, they pretty much exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Exactly. I, did I did not see that. See that. Go, go watch it. Do, okay. you, do you remember that? Uh-oh. I
2: thought you were going to talk about Game Changers. Uh, I'm just glad
0: you did. <laughs> <Yeah, well, laughs> That's we should, another day. We should, <laughs> <we> should, <laughs> I, I just oh. saw the lights go on oh, in you guys' eyes. We, we have so much to cover. I right. would love to go there terrific show by the way but then sorry well, you guys went there but then i went and read mark sissons book right after that i know if i know anything about the health and fitness industry is that it's compelling the way that they present it to you will be compelling i remember the first time i read adkins or mm-hmm. the zone or whichever one of the books that you read and i was like I am now the zone guy. Barry Sears is my human. I yep. love these people. I love this. Of course, this is the only way to get fit and healthy. And then Atkins comes out, and you're like, oh, you know, that's this it. Is I love it. It. Stop it. They're written in a way that are so compelling. You have to follow them. That show... That, Very well I, done. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. Well. So I
2: was convinced for a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I
0: was I was was vegan yeah. for about two and a half hours <laughs> after that. And that's saying something. And I was
2: like, oh, get some turkey going. I'm hungry.
0: Yeah. So, but I also know to go reflect. I went and picked up Mark Sisson's book, The Primal Blueprint. And he says the exact opposite thing that they were saying. Mm-hmm. And he's using all the same studies. Oh, exactly. And using all of the same talking points. Mm-hmm. And so once you see that face-to-face, back-to-back, mm-hmm. at that point, I hope folks can sit back and go wait a minute
1: yeah Mm -hmm. and I think that's a prime example of any being dogmatic any one direction you know there are people that do very very well on a carnivore diet you know there's a lot of people with autoimmune disorder disorders that that are able to cure a lot of those ailments that they
0: have that's Mm -hmm. what Susan was saying but Jerry Mm -hmm. Bruckheimer was like was it Bruckheimer yes the the, yeah the 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 producer the the producer yeah he was uh, he was saying no that's how you get inflammation inflammation disease Mm -hmm. It's so interesting the exact mm-hmm. opposite.
1: Yeah, it's and that's why it's hard it's to just be so so one, you know. Yeah. myopically focused on one, one particular thing because it's just, you'll find somebody else that has exactly opposite. Using the same, same, same exact and yeah. reflecting
0: on mm-hmm. it in a completely different way. Totally. This is a weird business yes. that we are all in. Mm-hmm. Okay, speaking of business, can I tear you away from iHeartMacros a little sure. bit? By the way, if somebody wants to find out a little more about iHeartMacros and maybe get started today with a little more structure, where, where do we find you?
2: Just on Instagram. It's just iHeartMacros, one word.
0: Okay.
1: I dot macros.com.
2: Yeah.
0: Got it. Yeah. You guys do things like challenges, and mm-hmm. I've had people that go to my gym that have used your challenge to great success. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. Thank you. You guys do good stuff.
2: Thank you. do good
0: stuff. You're adding to the collective, and, and that makes me admire you. I am not so generous with everybody, but you too. We appreciate that. Thank you're, you. you're excellent. Thank you. Thank you. you. F45. You guys opened a gym, two gyms in the last six months. I don't know why anybody on earth <laughs> do that. You have more energy than any oh. human I've ever known. Oh, man. And you're busy anyway, so mm-hmm. I don't get it. But at 45, what is it?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll just tell you why first. I'll okay. tell you why, because I think that's important. Is that with iHeartMacros with being a pretty, you know, predominantly digital platform that, that we run from, from wherever we can, you know, open up the laptop, leaves us without a human connection. Yeah, and, and we had a lot of times. Um, we we've been doing our own programming for a long time that the people get to utilize um, just as a value add to the the, the iHeart
0: Macros brand itself. But but we you're d- talking about exercise. They you've doing been doing mm-hmm. exercise programming on yeah, yeah, top we, of the nutrition.
1: We call it the Whip. It's a it's a it's an at home or, or or gym setting. It's it's a, it stands for weights, high intensity, and plyos. It's just okay. It's where they can implement weight training, get their heart rate up. They're not, not going to spend a lot of time on a treadmill. So we, we entertain opening our own gym or just
0: just saying I was hey. blown away when you didn't
1: yeah and and a lot people of people were yeah. yeah a lot of people are just like what, what, what were you doing <laughs> but I, I, I will say that F45 is pretty much exactly what we would have done. Mm-hmm. Sounds For, like a would from, mm-hmm.
0: from a program I've seen, I understand. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of an observer from the outside. I'm sorry I didn't get down to work out like I told you I would. Yeah, I, I'll hold you to it. <laughs> I will. I'll come in. I'm, I'm excited to come and see yeah. it. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. The um, whip. That, that sounds like almost exactly what it is. And so you guys are out there. Don't you find fitness to be one of the last bastions of human interaction? Don't you find that that in fitness, if you have a gym, it's the last place of personal touch. You might have a doctor. You might have a hair cutter. There are places where people can be touched, but we're all stuck now in this digital Mm -hmm. world, and we don't look up. I was in the Houston airport recently. I was sitting here. I was looking up. My battery died my phone. I was looking up, and I was looking around, and the girl next to me was creeping out. Mm -hmm. She was like, that's not right. That guy's not (laughs) looking down. The whole terminal (laughs) was looking down. But I'm not. And she was not okay with that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people need There's a each disconnect. other. There's, we're a social species. Mm-hmm. We need each other. And we need eyeball time, not yes. screen time, eyeball right. time.
2: Yeah. And I have to say, like Brandon's saying, that is the number one reason why we decided to do F45. I know that we both were missing that human real connection that yeah. you just don't get online.
1: I, I wasn't enough for
2: she says your eyeballs no. are not
1: enough. I need. No, I need more. I just. More. But, I
2: have been behind a computer screen for like, like I said, almost five years. And to walk into that gym and see a, a woman come in and just like love what she's doing and tell me about her day and and i get to tell her about my day there's just something about that you can't get off social media yeah it's we love it so much
1: you've been doing this for 12 years you say and and
0: at 26 so this is all i've ever done let's talk about yeah ever (laughs) been a personal trainer i got i got certified in what 94 Wow. I love that. Was that. My first one, and that's all I've ever done yeah. for So you've had so much exposure to that, watching people's lives change
1: because of your knowledge mm-hmm. and your skill set. And, and, and we can't take credit f- for that in the gym setting as much, but it's fantastic to watch people thank you for pushing them
0: mm-hmm. past the point where they thought they could go. It's fantastic yeah. to me. Yeah, I don't help anybody. They help themselves, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just help facilitate that. Facilitate right, out. right. Sure. Um, how does it work? Um, we go in and we we exercise tell me about the workouts how does it look when i walk in there what am i to expect sure
1: you want to say
2: it? you are oh. so much better at that because he actually coaches why don't you just run him through a workout i just coach <laughs> the
0: coaches on cuz we
1: we so, so basically you've got uh you've got it's a 45 minute workout uh, with the caveat of Saturday being sixty minutes, you come in, you get a, you do a quick warm up, or excuse me, the the coaches will actually run you through a demo. They'll show you all the stations, proper form, how it should feel, where you should feel it. Then we bring you in, bring you in as a collective, warm you up, uh, just through a sixty second warm up, and then and then it's just circuit training. You start you start in a station and a pod, and you'll do whatever the workout is of the day. It's timed, everything's timed, whether it be a Tabata style, twenty ten twenty seconds work, ten seconds rest. Um, or, or a strength day, which is a uh, little bit longer work sets, lo-
0: longer rest sets, mm-hmm. and the workout starts. And,
2: and the coach is there the whole time with you, helping you. There's two coaches.
0: Can anybody just come jump in? Uh, that's a bait question. I, mean, I know the answer to it.
1: Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and, and the, the uh, obvious answer is yes. And, and, and I would say more to the fact that it's a timed workout. It's time sets. It's yeah. not what you can do, how much weight you can do for that amount of time. It's, it's you know, whether you're nine month pregnant, Woman that's in there, which we've had, that can go through and modify it a little bit, but she can stay in motion for that thirty-five, forty seconds. Or the the, the trained athlete that's that's pushing it as hard as possible with the heaviest weight
0: there. Absolutely. What's next for you two? I heart macros. How does it grow and expand? Do you opening more gyms? F forty five.
2: Oh man. Where no, but there going? are
1: two How F45s
0: for sale. If, uh,
1: <laughs> you know, like platform that's a great question. And I, and I think that uh, at this point we've put so much focus into what the, the, the current day is that uh, we, our, our focus right now is just creating value. Yeah. Create, creating mm-hmm. enough value that the opportunities that present themselves that we'll be able to capitalize on. And uh, so, so at this point, I would say no more F45s. We're going we're gonna to do really good okay. at the one two that we've got. One little
0: hint. Just one thing that you know you got up your sleeve that's coming. Just give us a teaser. <laughs> Something. You got a
1: book oh, in the man. works. All right. I've, I've got one. And it's it, so, so in, in this adherence game that we play, in this adherence trying to get people to adhere to certain things, we'd love to move into the food space. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Treats that's, a, that's, that's Quincy's uh, mm-hmm. she's been trying to figure that out now I would for a very love long a long shop but.
2: I know that that just seems
0: you guys are crazy I know
2: <laughs> you guys are nuts
0: <laughs> I wish I had half the energy oh. you've got uh, such a joy such a pleasure to talk to you too thank you a, thank what a you blast. for having us and thank you for adding to the collective I, I just I love experts I love trainers and it's my job to kind of come out and pick your minds. Thanks for letting me do that today. Um, I'm Neil Anderson, and this has been Return to Real Honest Health and Fitness.